0: How are you going mate i'm good how are you yeah i'm i'm really good now jared i saw you basking in perth we had matching sunglasses you're okay. really <laughs> you're really good so you've got this really beautiful voice right as we just heard in your cover of love yourself have you been blessed so with this musical talent or have you always just had to work really hard to get your voice
1: um i've actually had just about no vocal training whatsoever no um, way. my brother was also a singer growing up so i kind of learning from him from a young age like just picking it up and kind of listening and eventually singing
0: any singing in the shower might that have helped
1: oh yeah definitely (laughs) that's where i sound best like (laughs) his prefix are amazing in there
0: yeah they are you can record whole albums in there um definitely so jack johnson who was your very first musical inspiration are you still inspired by him
1: yeah jack johnson he's definitely like i haven't heard any of his new stuff but his older stuff i still listen to on a regular basis and um yeah i love the way he sings how it's so chilled out almost effortless and yet still makes such an impact in his music um but more ed sheeran now is my inspiration because i tend to do a lot of his kind of music and our voices are very kind of similar tones so i can really kind of Cover his songs properly.
0: So, you take inspiration from like these bigger names such as Ed Sheeran, Jack Johnson, James Blunt. How do you then, like, from the inspiration you take from them, put that into your own unique style and kind of make it like everyone hears that and be like, that's Jared West?
1: Well, yeah, so like, I'll do their songs almost in one another's style. So, like, I've tried to kind of mix, like, put my own little thing on it, try and put my own accent into it, not try and copy them. Um, the good old Aussie I accent and, I try and slight, Yeah, because they've got Well I'm South African So I try and get a bit of that Into my songs But without it being too strong Which actually ends up Sounding English Yeah um, But yeah Like I like to try and Change the songs up a little bit When I cover them in the city Just so that it's Not exactly the same But at the same time Not too much So that people can't Sing along to it
0: Is there, is there pressure Singing those songs That everybody knows so well
1: it depends on the song, um, like, some of them have you know those big notes and you're kind of worried about your voice cracking, which has happened occasionally in the city, um, but apart from that, like remembering the lyrics has never been an issue, like, I listen to these songs to death, so if I forget the lyrics, yep. there must be something desperately wrong.
0: <laughs> Start working at Macca's, quit busking altogether. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Ed Sheeran, he started off busking. How long have you been busking for?
1: So I've been busking for almost a year. And um, what got me into it is actually, well, apart from hating my hospitality jobs and just being terrible at them, I realized quite a few of my inspirations did start off busking. Yeah. So I thought busking must be a pretty good place to start if that's where they started doing it. And it is. Like, you get the exposure out of busking. You see people, new people every day watching you. Um, And you just, you're doing what you love for free, basically.
0: Exactly. So... Um, is there any... You've obviously busked quite a bit. Do you have one memory from busking that really stands out in particular? Like, is there something about a mobile phone being chucked into your case and then police and stuff?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> one day I had... Um, yeah, I, I was in the city and I was singing and people have put some unusual things in my, you know, money area before. So, like, I've gotten, you know, a couple of beers put in there before, lollies and things like that. That's one okay. day I... Got, yeah, one day a guy put his phone down and just carried on walking. It was this old Nokia or something. And um next minute, like, I hadn't touched it yet, and these police were just all around me, and it felt like something out of a movie scene, and they're just like, no, this phone's just been traced. Um, so we basically we caught you, and I said, look, I have not touched the phone. You will not find my fingerprints on it. Go for it. T- take it. <laughs> what, what? And, yeah, go on. Oh, They apologised and kind of walked away. I have no idea what the rest was. They would not tell me. I wonder what was on the phone, Jared. (laughs) Oh, I'm... Yeah, I'm pretty curious.
0: I kind of want to know now. Well, I'll play your favourite song, Thinking Out Loud, now. Stay on the phone, and when we come back, we'll be chatting more to you.
1: No worries at all.
0: We just played Ed Sheeran then. That was your favourite song. Before that...
1: That was my favourite song.
0: Before that, we played your cover of Love Yourself. So if you had to choose, Ed or Justin...
1: Oh, definitely Ed. Good. Well, see, Ed wrote that song for Justin, so it's it's always him.
0: <laughs> it, it's always him. What if Ed wrote a song for you? How would you cope with that?
1: Oh, I'd probably fangirl a little bit, you know, <laughs> scream, cry a little bit.
0: I thought you'd remain calm, Jared.
1: <laughs> I, I would try. I'd try. That. That's, In front that, of him, yes. That's and the most you can do. <laughs> when he turns around, you know, and he's not looking at me, I'd fangirl. D- just
0: cry. <laughs> so let's go back to when you were three years old. Um, you were very ill weren't you? Can you just talk a bit about that and how music kind of helped you get through that?
1: Yeah, so um, when I was three I had meningitis and um, that put me in hospital and it was yeah pretty serious, wasn't meant to make it through that. Um, but thankfully I did. Uh, once I was in intensive care I was watching the heart monitor and um, my mum told me that if I sang it would judge me at 100. So every time I sang, my pulse would rise and it would go to 100 or over. So I thought I was doing really, really well.
0: Oh, that's, that's
1: so um, beautiful. So that's what made me believe in the first place that I could sing.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't... I probably couldn't at the time. I, I probably sound like every other three-year-old.
0: Do you know what songs you were singing? Was it a
1: bit of Twinkle Little Star? Oh Yeah, it was kind of like the Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star, <laughs> that or... Maybe even Nickelback. I I don't know. Like, because I was brought up with my brother, I don't know what it might have been.
0: (laughs) That's that's great. So, (laughs) since then, that obviously got you through a really, really hard time. Have there been other situations like further on in life? Maybe you weren't in hospital, but kind of, you know, growing up, it can be a bit difficult sometimes. Did music, Uh, has it really pulled you through and given you a direction?
1: Like, music's always been that kind of thing that I've, you know, relied on. So, at school, I was, you know, because of my mom. She's going to hate me. She's upstairs listening to this. But <laughs> hey, mom. She turned me into a bit of a nerd at school. You know, I had to tuck my shirt in and do my hair all neatly and things like that. So music was the one thing keeping yeah. me slightly popular <laughs> in this time. So I can, I can thank music for that. That pulled me through being bullied at school. But I didn't get bullied because of music. That's, That's good. That's good. Um, but, yeah, music's just been... It's always been there. So if I've ever been upset or anything, I've been able to, and get rid of that. I'm barely ever upset because I've got such an easy life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely always been there for me.
0: No, that's good. So just on the topic of school and you know, little nerdy Jared, um, yeah. how old are you now?
1: I'm 20 years old now.
0: So school wasn't really that long ago for you, like two, three yeah. years ago.
1: Uh, yeah, I graduated in 2013.
0: So. Like, at school, was it tough to, like, sit in the science classroom, like, learning about atoms and, I don't know, what do you, nuclear stuff in science when all you really wanted to do was go out and sing and be a performer?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's kind of... I used to kind of sing to myself in class. I used to be known as a kid, that, and I would do it without knowing it. So while working, I'd probably just be singing to myself yeah. and then look up and students would be looking at me and just be like, oh, I did it again. <laughs> <didn't I?"> um, <laughs> And music kind of cut its way into my schooling as well at some points. Like, I used to do talent assemblies and sometimes a teacher would get me to sing in front of the class because one student would say, oh, Jared sings, but that was to get them out of work so they just didn't listen. So I always was able to bring it in. Yeah. But at the same time, school was pretty boring because I couldn't, you know, like, burst out a song.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you made you made it through. That's the most important thing. So you said before you and your brothers were musicians. Were you the only musicians in your family?
1: Um. Yeah. Like my cousin used to sing in at the time the best choir in the world in South Africa.
0: Really. So he's
1: also got a bit of a voice in him, and um, but I we never learned anything from him. We just kind of we're the first people in our direct family. Yeah. To, to be musicians.
0: So do you hang around musicians out, outside, like, of your busking and stuff? Or or your um, friends just, like, know nothing about music and it's really frustrating?
1: Yeah, no, no. Most, most of my friends don't know that much about music. Um, like my best friend knows a little bit of guitar. Yeah. Um, but he, he never really took it up seriously. So but through busking, I've made quite a few musician friends who I now you know spend a lot of time with in the city and things like that so definitely um through it I've started hanging out with a lot more musos
0: yeah so as a busker do you have time to actually go out and see other people sing and do concerts and gigs and stuff or you like always just like focus on your own like performing that you don't have time to do that
1: well now that um I've been signed to Ripper PR I've kind of Well, when I'm not busting, you know, we're trying to get me gigs and things like that. So I don't have as much time as I used to. Mm. Um, But at the end, it's so worth it. Like, yeah, I'll see people, you know, getting along the way and things like that. But at the end, it's really getting me out there that I'm focusing on. So I don't mind too much. It's worth the time.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I saw in an interview, Jared, that you don't ever get nervous. Surely something has to give you butterflies.
1: I've Um, never really suffered from nerves. Um, It's just... Come on. Okay, so a few years ago, well, six years ago, six or five years ago, I was on The X Factor.
0: Yeah, we'll be talking about that really soon.
1: Yeah, so that's the only time I've really ever felt nervous. Oh. But um, singing at someone's wedding, that can be kind of nerve-wracking. Like, I'm not worried about too much there, except maybe stuffing up the lyrics because of you know, it's a big moment for someone. How so, important. what if what if I thought the lyrics were that, but they weren't, and that was meant to be like that for their wedding? You know, yeah. It's it's kind of that little bit of pressure. You you want them to like you, so they can pass on a good word, and you don't want to ruin the biggest day of their life.
0: No, that that would be a bit awkward. I can imagine. Yeah. So let's talk about X Factor now. Sixteen, you were a contestant on X Factor.
1: Um, I was fifteen actually. Fifteen.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: A bit younger. Um, yeah, I was 16 at the end of that year. Um, was that but, hard work? Yeah, I, I went. It was extremely hard work. It was the first time I really got heavily into the music. Like, all the other things had been really, you know, for fun. This is where I really had to, you know, put my head down and really concentrate on it. Yeah. So they would... So I had to do the auditions, and before the judges' auditions, I had to go to producers and executive producers. Yeah. And if I got through there, they they send me the backing tracks to the songs that I've picked, and I would have to learn those songs perfectly.
0: So, is it a bit different to, like, what we see on TV, like, uh, to what actually is happening behind the scenes? It's not
1: that different. It's, it's a lot more practice than they show on TV, because if that's the show the practice that actually goes in, it would be the longest TV show ever. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have to practice a hell of a lot. Like, yeah, I had to... Um, You know, I had to learn these songs that I thought I knew so well. And it turns out when you get those backing tracks, there's so many little mistakes that you don't want to make.
0: Mm, Yeah. And,
1: like, even though you might not notice them or your friend might notice them, you've got four world-class singers watching you, and they will pick up on anything. So that's when you start to think, I really need to get this perfect.
0: Definitely. So did you have something to do with Gar Sebastian when you were on at 15?
1: Yeah, well, he ended up being the... um, mentor for my age group that's incredible and you know he was actually to me the most powerful voice of all the judges there yeah however I was worried about him being my uh, mentor because he was the only one that hesitated before saying yes in the first round they all said yes pretty quickly and um, he kind of you know did that long silence the the anticipation so he did say yes but at the same time I was hoping that, okay, my real hope was to get Ronan Keating because mm. he had been an inspiration of mine before. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was very confident to put me through. And and I thought it was him at first. I didn't realise how tall Guy Sebastian was sitting down, so I thought <laughs> Ronan Keating would be the tall one. So <gasps> when they first came in, we just saw a silhouette of the person and then the lights turned on and you see who it is. Oh. So it's kind of that excited and then, oh, no, moment. He's really tall. <laughs> It's so, cooler than you think. Yeah.
0: So there's a fun fact about Guy Sebastian. So Gerard, are there any plans? Do you want to get involved in X Factor again one day?
1: Um, yeah, I would like to. I would. I think it's a really good way to get yourself out there. I think it. That show really does help you get so much exposure. And at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. I would love to get people to know me.
0: Definitely. So X Factor is a really good platform, I think.
1: So. so yeah, it is. You know, X Factor, The Voice, Australia's Got Talent. They all really. Really good.
0: So what are plans for the future, Jared? Are there any albums, music videos? Like, what can we expect to see from you?
1: Um, So we've got, you know, we're going into a studio on the 19th to record a song then. And then I'll be writing two originals and hopefully getting that together in the next month or so. And we're going to have a good music video made, put on YouTube. Um, Awesome. We'll be getting ourselves onto iTunes, hopefully in about a month. Yeah.
0: Awesome
1: Um, Yeah and I'm I'm Working on a cover album At the moment Just to sell at gigs And um, when I'm busking
0: Yeah yeah So you're in the music industry You've been in it For a while now Um, What's a bit of advice You can give to those Just starting out Busking Singing What should they do And what should they Definitely not do By any means
1: Oh just don't get your hopes down at all. Like, you're going to have the tough times and, you know, like I go busking sometimes and I'll come home with not very much and then the next day I'll make a whole lot. So you're going to you're gonna face those days that you think, oh, it must be terrible because no one watched me today. But at the end of the day, the majority of it's going to be good and it is a lot mm. of hard work and if you're willing to put that in, it's, it's going to be worth it. I mean, I'm not as far yet as I plan to be, but I'm way further than I thought I was going to be at this stage.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: So, you know, it's, it's unpredictable. The music industry is super unpredictable. You don't know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen. Yep. But if it does, it was definitely worth a wait.
0: Definitely. So, Jared, thank you so much for calling in this morning. I wish you all the best for the future. You really are incredible. Thanks so much. Um, and just, I've been to Perth to see you. I think it's your time to head over to South Australia.
1: <laughs> That's definitely on the to-do list.
0: <laughs> all right, see you later, Jared. Stay in touch.
1: See you later. Thanks so much.